Trev and Ben's shite-sized chunks. Ben, this week, I want to get a little bit personal. I want to find out about your dirty habits. I think you get personal every week. Do I? I think so. Do, do I find out a little bit more about you? Yeah. Delving deeper into your mysteries. I like to think of it as more and more intrusive each week. More and more intrusive? <laughs> well, I'm going to get really intrusive okay. this week because I want to find out about your dirty habits. Let's do it. Now, when I say dirty, I know what your mind's thinking, Ben. <laughs> I'm not talking about what goes on in the privacy of your boudoir. Although we may get the word boudoir in a while. (laughs) I know. It needs to be used more. (laughs) It does. Certainly does. (laughs) Although we may get to that a little bit later on. I'm just talking about the dirty things around your house. Now, I'm going to be very honest with you, Ben. And you know this. You've been to my house enough. I am not the tidiest man in the world. No. Are you you a a cleanliness warrior? What I tend to do is I I tend to live in my own filth for as long as possible. That's what I think. I think, you see, it's my filth. I'm happy (laughs) within my own filth. Until you get to the point where you look at it and you go... How the fuck am I living in this? <laughs> and then you have the panic that, I mean, obviously you come round, you're used to my house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I make no effort for you. Yeah. Uh, I make no effort for many people. But occasionally there'll be people that come round and think, oh, I, I don't really want them to think that this is how I live. And, <laughs> and then the duster will come out. Anyway, people have um, dirty habits and they live in, in absolute filth. So I want to go through some of these, Ben. I'm going to be honest about whether I do them and, uh, you know, I'll see whether you're honest enough. I'll do my best. To admit. Okay, I'm going to start with the most common, the five-second rule. Oh. Drop a bit of food, five-second rule. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. No, I, that is one of the things I'm quite anal about is um, food hygiene. So no, you no. drop food, that's it? Yeah, yeah, chuck it in the bin. Really? Mm. Now, see, I will do the five-second rule. Well, I do have two dogs as well. Oh, yeah, I think if I had two dogs, I might change my mind because yeah. within five seconds, they've been across. They've either wiped their arse on it or sniffed it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I even go for a ten-second rule. No, but I mean, I'm I'm really bad. Even if I didn't have dogs, I, I'm so bad that I could drop it in like a... Your pristinely clean Gordon Ramsay kitchen. <laughs> I'd still throw it in the bin. Uh, so okay. So what? What about if you're out and about? Let's say you're you and your wife. You're on a picnic. Okay. Uh, you haven't brought a picnic blanket because it's been, it's been spontaneous. Mm. You haven't thought about it. You've been out in the car. It's a lovely day. <laughs> Let's have a picnic. You popped into Greg's. You, you have bought... met me before, haven't you? <laughs> you bought a sausage roll. Okay. You bought a muffin. Yeah. <laughs> you're sitting there on the grass. You drop the cherry off the top of your muffin. Yeah. Leave it, eat it. Look, leave it, of course, leave it. <laughs> See, I don't think I would. I think five seconds. The five second rule surely applies to any surface, any ground. What, any- even including some hor- horrible dog piss park? <laughs> yeah. No thanks. <laughs> no, okay. All right, so the five second rule's out. What about eat? Well, I think your answer's going to be no to this one then. <laughs> uh, eating from the same plate at dinner uh, that was used at lunchtime. Only if it's been washed up. Only if it's been washed... What if you just had a, a, a lunchtime, you have like a cheese sandwich, there's just a few breadcrumbs on the plate. In the evening, you think, I can use that plate again. No. No. Clean plate, please. Oh, see, I will. <laughs> I've even been known to use the plate the next day. Oh, man. No, you know, it's been. It's just had a few breadcrumbs on it. You think, oh, I'll just wipe those into the bin. It's pretty much a clean plate. <laughs> If once by the time you've got some hot dinner on that, the heat will probably kill any bacteria that's on it. Mm. <laughs> so I'm not impressed. Wow, you are turning into quite the uh, cleanliness fiend. And no, it just happens that, it happens that you found the two things or the one thing that I'm quite particular about. <laughs> okay, all right, let's go for another one. Let's say that you're having a romantic meal with your wife. Mm-hmm. You've arranged for 
candlelight. You've arranged for moonlight. You've arranged for love. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting the wine glasses out there's just a little lip smudge on one of the wine glasses i'd wash it up you wash it up you wouldn't just wipe it off with your finger put it on the table think well my wife can have that one no 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 (laughs) what what about if you're given you go around someone's house and you're given a glass with a little bit of lipstick on it or a mug with a little bit of lipstick on it uh oh that's tricky I would, I would deliberately make sure I drank from the opposite edge that didn't have the lipstick on it. Okay. But I, I don't think I'd be rude enough to say, I, I want a clean one, please. Okay, that's... Because if... I've been working with people who, um, who you know, just because they're ladies, <laughs> wear lipstick, <laughs> right? <laughs> and uh, we brought teas and coffees in, uh, and someone's picked up my drink and had a sip out of it. I said, oh, I think this is yours. And then there's a, now a lipstick mark on the mug. Mm. Does that bother you? It, is it an attractive lady? Would that, is that, <laughs> does that make a difference? Yeah, I suppose it could do. Does it? She might be riddled with syphilis, <laughs> and the ugliest woman in the world who hasn't been touched, she's as clean <laughs> as anything, so I don't think that makes a difference, does it? All oh, right, okay. While we're on the topic of tea hygiene, mm-hmm. I want to run this one by, and I won't name any names, uh, I'll preserve everyone's dignity so no one knows who's who. Okay. <laughs> but I know of someone who mm-hmm. went to someone else's house. Yeah who uh, was, you know, offered a cup of tea. Yeah. They were drinking the cup of tea and they wandered into the kitchen mm. and noticed, um, you know, you get that little bit of water in the kettle that you can see from the outside, see where the level is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah dead fly in it. Oh. Floating in there. How many how many boils has that been through? Yeah, well, at least it'll be uh, probably pure by now. Mm. That would put me off, I yeah. must admit. <laughs> I, I don't think I'd want a fly-infested cup of tea, <laughs> really. I mean, that's the thing. I don't think you should go into other people's kitchens because I think you'll find out all kinds of secrets. I'm not going into yours anymore. <laughs> you know, like when you watch Come Dine With Me and the people don't go in the kitchen then they get a, a plate full of food and it's covered in cat hair. Oh, that is disgraceful, honestly. That, <laughs> I, I'm an animal lover, but you should not have them on the kitchen counters. This is not acceptable. It's, it shouldn't happen. It's should not it? on. shouldn't happen. Okay. All right, well, let's move away from food uh, and let's go maybe... You know, I did say I was going to stay out of the bedroom, <laughs> Ben, but uh, let's go into the bedroom. Uh, how often would you uh, clean your bed sheets? I'll leave that to the wife. Oh, you leave all that yeah. to the wife, do you? So you have absolutely no idea how often they're washed. They seem to be quite clean. <laughs> they seem to be quite clean. Well, apparently a lot of people... Now, I don't know who these people are because I'm fairly fussy about the bed sheets. I would wash them probably once a week. That's quite regular. Is that quite regular? I think that's quite regular, yeah. Is it? That's probably more than I'd do it. I mean, I go through phases where you think, oh, I can leave it two or three. But generally, every week, I'll, I'll have a change. Mm. Uh, some people leave it six months. Oh, that's too long. That's horrible, isn't it? That is horrible. I mean, it's bad enough after about a couple of weeks when the, uh, you know, when the pillowcases have that horrible smell about them. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? A sort of hairy, sweaty, hairy smell. Lovely. That's probably the one thing I'm a little bit fussy about. Okay, so we found um, your thing and we found my thing. Found, yeah. Now, this is where I'm going to get a little bit personal here, Ben. All and, right. uh, you know, I did say I wasn't going to get too intimate. Go on. But um, what about if you've run out of clean underwear? Mm. What's your What's your solution? Now, <laughs> I'm of the opinion mm-hmm. that you can get away with, I would say two days worth out of a pair of underwear two days worth mm. so uh, is this when you're just sitting around at home or when you're going out and about 
Um, well, if you've had a you know a, a sweaty day, then yeah. then change regularly. But yeah. if you've done nothing all day and they're quite clean, then just you know turn them inside out and off you go. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, I I'll be honest with you. If I um if I've run out of clean underwear, I mean as you know we've discussed it on the live show a lot. I have a lot of spare pants, mm. so I it's very rare that I run out of underwear. <laughs> Even if they're full of holes, that doesn't bother me. At least they're clean. Mm. But I have, in the past, run out of underwear. And uh, I think this is what's made me collect old underwear as standbys. Where you think, oh, God, I haven't got any clean underwear. You do that thing where you go through the washing basket and find the, the least offensive pair. Yeah, I've done that. Um, but I will not go commando. No? Now, in a survey recently, more people will go commando than get a pair out of the dirty linen basket. Oh, no, I, I need to be pantsed. <laughs> pantsed. Actually, pantsed means to have your trousers pulled down, so I don't need to be pants. I need to be... Panted? Uh, panted, yes. You need to be panted. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I can't do commando. It would worry me. I get very concerned. About, because you know what it's like? You might go out... You, you, I've been out flying low several times. <laughs> you don't want that popping out, do you? No. A friend of mine, when he was... Uh, we were about 18, I think, and we went on a boat party that was arranged by my old school. I'd actually left the school by then, but he was still there. And we, uh, I got an invite... So we all went on this boat party, got quite pissed up, and afterwards he realised that for most of the evening his flies had been undone, and he, even to this day, 20 years later, cannot be sure whether he was free. Oh dear. And for, Surely he'd have felt the breeze, wouldn't he? Well, he said he was so drunk. But the worst thing was, of course, there was old teachers on this thing as well. And he remembers having a long chat with our French teacher. And that had caused him quite a lot of trauma. Because for years afterwards, all he could think of was I talking to my old French teacher with my cock out. <laughs> uh, he decided... Oh. <laughs> he decided... Le coq sportif. <laughs> he decided after that, and for years he did this, he would wear pants... And then a pair of shorts, then his trousers. Oh man, he really was traumatised. He by was it. because he therefore thought, well, there's no chance. Like the shorts are an extra barrier. Yeah. There's, there's nothing they can flop out there. It's, just, it's safe. There were no prison breaks. No, good. <laughs> um, but I think he's. I think now he's married. He's he's over that. He doesn't care anymore. <laughs> yeah, he's flopping out all over the place. <laughs> um, okay, let's do a couple more. This one, I admit, I do Go quite on. a lot hiding mess away in cupboards rather than actually tidying it up mm, no I don't do that I don't think so no no don't you ever have those days you think oh this place is a mess but I can't actually be bothered to sort through everything pile it up shove it in bags put it in a cupboard <laughs> so, oh I suppose I have done that I suppose and then you think about it sort of about three weeks later you find the bag and you oh god I've got to go through all this shit but to me that's not that's not lazy that's like uh, a smart solution is it? Condensing your mess into one cupboard so then the rest of the place is nice and tidy. That's true, yeah. Although you get into, I've, I've done this, where you get into a situation where you've got bags and bags because you just keep doing it. <laughs> you never actually sort the bags out. Yeah, it's mess consolidation, but you do have to manage it. You do have to manage it. Um, how do you find cleaning the house? I, I mean, I don't dust, as we know. I maybe dust once a year. <laughs> um, I hoover fairly regularly. Yeah. I'm, I'm probably, I hoover the main rooms maybe once every two weeks. The rest of the house, like the stairs, probably once every six months, hmm. you know, until basically you can't walk up the stairs for the mess. 
So um, how often would you say you have a good old clean? Well, sometimes my hand is forced on that one because as I said earlier on, we do have two dogs. Oh, yeah. Um, and I do the, the room I spend the most time in is laminate flooring. And when, oh. it, when it starts to resemble a carpet, that, <laughs> that's when I think I have to bring the hoover out. Now, the thing about cleaning the house is once you get into it and you're doing all the... If you're having a proper clean, you have all the, the dusting, scrubbing, hoovering. It's a hot business, isn't it? Hmm. Shorts, t-shirt, is that how you would clean? No, I don't get changed to clean the house. Don't you see, I do. (laughs) I think t-shirt and shorts, I'm going to get hot, I'm going to get sweaty. Nice pair of marigolds? Uh, No, don't do that. Only because I can't find marigolds that fit my hands. (laughs) I've got very large hands, Ben. I'll I'll try uh, and find you some. (laughs) It's like those uh, surgical gloves. Yeah. Like once when I had a relative in hospital and I had to put them on because of MRSA, they never fit me. I was splitting them, I was spreading germs all over them. In fact, I think I was the source. Of FRSA <laughs> around the country. Um, anyway, a lot of people actually clean the house in the nude. Why? Because it gets so hot. And they think they can't be bothered to have clothes on them. They need to wash because they got hot and sweaty. They just clean the house nude. Now, see, I wouldn't do that. I would never be cleaning the house that vigorously. Wouldn't you? No. <laughs> I'm not going to break a sweat pushing over around. Oh, what about when you're scrubbing the bathtub? Oh, I don't do any of that. No? no. You don't do any of that? Oh, just I, rinse it around when you're finished. I won't, I won't go around the house in the nude. Oh, no. You never know who's going to come through the door. Exactly. And you don't know how see-through net curtains can be. Mm. You just don't know. All right, just a couple more before we uh, we finish up. Um, This is my favourite, I think. And I might start using this, using a hairdryer to dust. Surely that's just blowing it away. It's just blowing it to another place. Yeah, it's going to resettle, isn't it? But I suppose at least it's no longer on the place that was looking the dustiest. That just seems like a big waste of time. Yeah? Oh, you're not going to do that? No. No? Okay. I, I quite like the idea of that. Because It would be good if it got rid of it, but it's not. It's just dispersing it. It's, it's redistributing. Yeah. It's the, yeah, okay. Fair enough. All right. And then finally, um, do you do ironing? Are you an ironer? No. So I don't iron. Don't know how to operate that machine. <laughs> I just can't be bothered. I haven't ironed... I think I've ironed once in about 20 years because mm. I was going to a wedding and I thought I'd better iron the shirt. Uh, but I don't like ironing. A lot of people say, rather than... This is ridiculous. They buy new clothes to avoid doing the ironing. <laughs> That's a very expensive way around it, isn't it? Why do you surely never stop buying clothes? Hmm. I mean, I, if I buy a shirt, I never iron the shirt. I hang it up wet. It tends to be all right. I'm not going to replace that shirt. Yeah. And even if it does get to a point where it needs an iron, I just think, fuck it. <laughs> I do. If I'm going somewhere now, I mean, it used to bother me, but now I think, fuck it. If people are worried about creases in my shirt, they've got far too much to be worrying about. <laughs> there are things far more important than that in life. And I think if people, it's like my mum would always go on about the fact that I haven't polished my shoes. No? Occasionally she'll look at them and go, oh, you do you ever polish your shoes? And I say, no. To be honest, I, you would do it for a job interview though, wouldn't you? Um, iron out, polish shoes. Oh, I don't know if I'd iron... I'd polish my shoes if I was going for a job interview. I don't think I'd bother ironing. I just think, fuck it. <laughs> you know, that's... If, if that's the attitude. Yeah, no, I just... If that's the main thing they're worried about, you know, if they're looking at my shirt, do you know what I'd say to them? I mean, let's say I'm on The Apprentice and mm. I'm, I've got down to the final five and, I, and they're doing that interview process yeah. and they've got that all those really nasty people that really get quite aggressive. Oh, they're really looking to every detail of your CV and check all the facts. Yeah. So let's say I go in and there's that guy called Clive. He seems to be the, the biggest wanker of the lot. <laughs> and uh, you go in and there's that man Clive and he's just looking at my shirt. You know, I just say, Oi, eyes off that. Look at my face. Listen to what I'm saying because that's where it's all coming out of, mate. That's where it's going to happen. That's where the millions are made. Not in the fabric, you can't. <laughs> 
<laughs> and that's it for Science Science Jokes this week. Don't forget to get in touch with us anytime on Twitter. At Trevor and Ben. And join us for a live show every Sunday morning, 9 to 11 on CoinRadio.com. Trevor and Ben's Shite Size Chunks. 